different from the way that we came in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, Merry Christmas. Um, the Lord put something on my, my heart today. I want to share, if we could go please to Jeremiah chapter 1. Uh, familiar scripture. I've actually preached from this before, but uh, I feel the Lord is on assignment today. So, uh, Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse number 12. Verse number 11. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. I'm going to stop right there. Um, he said, what, what do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. So the Lord said to me, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled find it interesting here and I wanted us to pay attention to the fact number one that God is doing the, the, the asking that it is God who is interested to know what Jeremiah is seeing and then after he answers he's also approving or validating what he has seen as correct God wants to know whether what we are seeing is correct or not it means we can see correctly and we can see, can see incorrectly and seeing is very powerful seeing is very important to see properly is very important uh, as it is in the natural so it is with the eyes of our understanding to see properly is the most important thing the only reason I can stand here with confidence is because my eyes are seeing first and telling me don't go there go there amen because every action that I do is uh, the result of what I have seen first if I cannot see, my actions are compromised. And if I see incorrectly, my actions are also, after the same pattern, also incorrect. Uh, amen? So seeing is important. And so what God is shopping for here is, is uh, agreement. That's why Paul prayed for the church that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened. Because if the eyes are good, the whole body is full of light. If the eyes are good, everything else will follow in the symmetry of whatever it is the eyes have seen. We can do no greater than what we have seen. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the Bible says when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses. Witnesses means to see. Because nothing changes, nothing happens. Everything, rise or fall, is depending on how good, how accurately, how strong the seeing is. Amen? All right. So what did he see? The Bible says, he says, I see an almond. I see eh, the branch of an almond tree. Hallelujah. I see the branch of an almond tree. Um, I think it was Sally that preached this uh, several years ago, but it was, it was really an amazing idea. The reason that seeing the almond tree or the almond branch is important, why it's significant, is because the almond tree, it is the first tree that buds after the winter in Israel. All right? It is the sign that the winter is ending and spring is coming. It's kind of like the Adeya Baba here in Ethiopia. We know that the, the rainy season is finished, not just because it stops raining, but we also we have the Adeya Baba covering the whole nation. 
Well, it used to cover the whole nation until construction started. Amen. But if you remember, like you go in the countryside at the right season, the whole countryside is covered with, with blanket of carpet of yellow. Yellow flowers everywhere. It's not just flowers. It's a season. It's marking times. It's marking a change. It means that winter is ending. And that's what the almond tree is. The almond tree, when the people see the almond tree, even if it's cold outside, it means that winter is coming to an end. It means that the dawn is breaking. It means that new hope is arising. Death is giving way to life. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. So people don't look necessarily at the weather patterns. Everybody looks in winter. They wait for the almond tree. Because the almond tree is more than an almond tree. It's a sign. It's a sign that winter is breaking. It's a sign that we're coming out of this. It's a sign that light is breaking forth. Amen? So that's the significance of the almond tree. But then God uses this conjunction for. All right? He says, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. Praise the Lord. And I kind of like this. You know why? Why, Pastor Z? I'll answer. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like it because what God is showing us is that um, the word of God in our lives is like the almond tree is to winter. He said, you have seen the almond tree, that's good, for I am watching my word to see that it is fulfilled. Meaning that just like the almond tree is a sign, that winter is breaking, that things are changing, that we're coming out of this. The word of God in our lives is the same power of the breaking of winter. It is our sign that things is going to change. That's why we need to have a love and appreciation for the word of God. The Word of God is our light. The Word of God is our resurrection. The Word of God is the sign that things is going to change. Amen, amen. That's the role of the Word of God in our lives. And that's what it means to see correctly. If we have seen the almond tree in the Word of God, we have seen correctly. Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.15, he says, talks about this thing, uh, you know, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that does not need to be ashamed. Then it says, rightly dividing the word of truth. What does it mean to rightly divide the word of truth? It means to see correctly. And what does it mean to see correctly? To see correctly means to see the almond tree. That even though it is winter right now, if I have a word in the middle of this winter season, I know that this winter season will give way to spring. That this death will give way to life. That things will change around here, around here, around here. Hallelujah. That's the role and the assignment on the word of the word in our lives. Jesus asked them in Luke 10, 26, what do the scriptures say and how do you read it? It's interesting. He says, how do you read it? Because how you read is as important as what you read. If you read it without observing and discerning the almond tree, then you have read it incorrectly. If you read the word and do not see the hope that is contained therein, the hope for tomorrow, the hope for change, the hope for victory out of every defeat, that, that it, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. If you have not seen that process of weeping turning into joy, then you have read the scriptures incorrectly. How do you read it? Jesus wants to know today. 
Because in this word is the promise for every darkness. It's an assignment for every Goliath. It's an assignment for every challenge that God is faithful. We sang about it this morning. Thank you, choir, for listening to the Holy Spirit as usual. It is a hope against all hope. If we have a promise of God, we have our almond tree. We have our sign. Joy is coming in the morning. We'll get out of this. We'll come out of this some way, somehow. And you don't have to even know or see how it's going to happen. All you need to see is the almond tree. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible instructs us to hold on to the promises of God. Hallelujah. Don't casually observe them, but hold on tightly. In fact, this language says that we are to hold fast to the promise of God. Hallelujah. This was the difference between Joshua and Caleb and everybody else. Everybody had the same word. But two of them saw the word different than everybody else. People saw the word and saw their problems. Joshua and Caleb saw the problems, but they saw the almond tree in the word. And because of that, it's amazing. They fulfilled and possessed everything that God had promised them. It's important to finish what you started. To finish a thing is better than to start without finishing. Amen, amen. And the thing that helps us not only start strong but finish strong is to, it, it, it's tied to how we see the, 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 the Word of God, how we handle the promise of God. Do you see the almond tree in the promise of God? Amen. Not only, by the way, let me add on to this. Not only did Caleb and Joshua possess everything that God had promised, but the, the, the vision of almond tree in them, it had an impact on their physical stature. That while they were getting older, they were growing stronger. As opposed to, you know, you know how, how most of us kind of, kind of go like, 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 like that. And then you, you get retirement age and then you just kind of plan for the end. For the glory of God. With Caleb and Joshua, it was different. Like they went from, from here and kept going up until they possessed everything. And at the age of 85, Caleb was saying, I have the strength of a 40-year-old. And it just shows the power of the almond tree vision. To see correctly, it will serve you well. To see correctly, it will change things for you. It will cause you to have strength. It may even help you grow some hair. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, everybody stretch your hands. It's crisis mode right now. Come on. We need some of this almond tree for the top of our head. Forget me, my mother is in panic mode. She's giving me new creams and berry juices every week. She says, I know this one. This one, I know it works. And then I try it. Then she comes back the next week. Did I tell you to do that? I'm sorry. That one will dry your hair. Use this one. So I've just concluded to stop and let the Lord have his way. Because if we live or die, it's for the glory of God. If we get hair or lose hair, it's for the glory of God. And if my Bible serves me correctly, when your hair starts falling off, the anointing starts increasing. Leave me alone up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So somehow, somewhere I have an almond branch for my hair. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Now, now it's important to get this. Now, look at, look at, look at with me, Zechariah chapter 4. Zechariah chapter 4. It's one of the smaller, smaller books. It's hiding. Zechariah chapter 4, and it's interesting here, it says the same thing that the the, the Lord said to Jeremiah. Uh, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 2, he asked me, what do you see? 
I answered, I see a solid gold lampstand with a bowl at the top and seven lights on it with seven channels to the lights. Also, there are two olive trees by it, one on the right of the bowl and the other on its left. I asked the angel who talked with me, what are these, my Lord? He answered, do you not know what these are? No, my Lord, I replied. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What are you, almighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel you will become level ground. And he will bring out the capstone to shouts of God bless it, God bless it. I'm done, but let's keep on reading because I like, I like this is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. <laughs> then the word of the Lord came to me. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands were also completed. And everybody said, mm. Then you will know that the Lord has sent me. Hmm. I'm done, but let's just keep on reading because this is so good. Who despises the day of small things? Men will rejoice when they see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. Turn to your neighbor and say, Amen. Can I preach now? My engines are revved up now. Can I preach now? Tell your neighbor he's going to preach now. Well, this is the thing, uh, this is, we know this verse. If you don't know this verse and you come to this, that means you're a visitor. You don't know this, this verse, special verse, if you come to this church. All right? Yeah. All right. But it, it, it starts in verse 2. He said, the, the angel uh, um, wakened me from the sleep. And verse 2 says, he asked me, what do you see? What do you see? And it's the same question that, that God asked a Jeremiah in Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1. He asked him, what do you see? And, and just make note of the fact that God is very interested to know what it is that we see. And I believe it's important because if we see correctly, all right, then we'll walk correctly. Not only will we walk correctly and do correctly, but we have agreement with heaven. It's important for, for yeah. Sometimes when preachers start getting fire in the pulpit, they'll say something like, uh, he's not here anymore, but he'll say something like, are you seeing what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Are you seeing what I'm saying? All right. Why is he saying that? Because you could be in the room, but seeing something else. And if we're not seeing the same thing, then we're going different places, all in the same building. It's important to see correctly. And God is kind of the same way. It's not Sally that's saying, are you seeing what I'm saying? It's God who's saying, are you seeing what I'm saying? Because God needs agreement to work on the earth. How can two walk together unless they be agreed? I'm not talking about being saved or not saved. You could be as saved as saved as saved, going to heaven, passport, visa, stamped already, name on the register, and still see improperly. It's important to see correctly. But he asked the same question. Do, what do you see? And he said, uh, the prophet Zechariah said, I see a lampstand with a bowl at the top with seven lights on it, with seven channels to the lights. And there's two olive trees on the right and on the left. Is that what it says? Now, now, now this is the thing. The, 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 the lampstand, the lampstand, it's actually... Uh, if you remember, we're, we're big on tabernacle and the tabernacle prayer. In the inner courts of the tabernacle, that's where you find the lampstand. And the lampstand is made out of hammered, hammered gold. 
And the lamp gives light in the inner courts because the outer courts, it uses natural light, the light of the sun, but the inner courts, it relies on this lampstand to give it light. And there's seven lamps on it. But, but the thing about the lampstand is that the lampstand is hammered in the shape of an almond tree. Uh -huh. So which means that what Zechariah saw and what Jeremiah saw was the same thing. They both saw the almond tree. Hallelujah. Which means that the sign for the breaking of winter has come. All right. And, and the day is breaking. The joy is giving way to the morning. Amen. And, and so he was seeing Jeremiah saw correctly, but Zechariah also saw correctly. They saw the same thing. They saw the almond tree. And I'm hoping to impregnate somebody with an almond tree today for whatever your winter season is looking like. Because it's important not to come out of it. It's important to see the sign before you come out of it. Because if you can see the sign, you can live in the winter and live as if you've come out of winter because your eyes have seen correctly. Meaning that you are not moved by circumstance. You're moved by what God has revealed to you by means of promise. And promise will outlast circumstance every time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not only that, but the Bible says there's trees on either side of the, the, the lampstand. These are olive trees. The olive trees are important because the lampstand, its purpose is to give light. And the way the gold lampstand shaped in the shape of an almond tree gives light is with the olive oil. The oil is representative of the Holy Spirit. So the light is the result of the almond tree eh, coming together with the oil to give light. It tells us of the importance of the combination of the Word and the Spirit, right? It's when the Word and Spirit comes together that we have light. Word alone will dry you up, right? Spirit alone will blow you up. Both of them will cause damage. But, but the Word and Spirit together, that will grow you up. That's why Jesus... Uh, uh, Jesus when he came to the earth, he was the Word made flesh. But he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Word and Spirit coming together to birth our salvation. Jesus did not start his public ministry until the Spirit came upon him in the Jordan River. Word and Spirit coming together and the world was never the same. Amen, amen. So, so we cannot have one without the other. Jesus said, you are in error because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. You need to have room for both of them working together so that we can have light, so that we can have an almond tree, so that we can see correctly. Because seeing incorrectly is too costly. Mm. May the Lord help us today to see correctly. May we see the almond tree correctly. May we have light that gives light and not damage. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, I, I like this. There's a, there's a story in number 16 and 17 where the people uh, rose up against Moses and they rebelled. It's called Korah's Rebellion, where, where they, they got mad at, at Moses and they rebelled. And then God came down and dealt with them. And the ground swallowed, uh, opened up and swallowed up everybody. Sometimes when you're in ministry... You, you wish God could help you sometimes with that ministry of the ground opening up and swallowing everybody. But that's a message for another time. But, but uh, what God did afterwards to show people 
Hallelujah. To show people who his chosen servant was. He said, have all of the tribes of Israel, the ancestral tribes, each tribe bring a staff and put the names of the leaders of each tribe on each staff and bring those staffs and put them in the presence of God by the Ark of the Covenant and let it stay overnight. The, the staff that, that buds in the morning, that is, eh, that is the, the, the tribe or the person that God has chosen to lead in the, in the matters pertaining to the priesthood. And so they took their staffs and Aaron took his staff, who was the high priest of Israel, and he wrote his name on the staff and they put it in the presence of God. The next morning, when they came to see, when Moses came to see what was going on, he noticed that not only did Aaron's staff bud, but it budded, it blossomed, and it bore fruit. And do you know what kind of fruit that it bore? Almonds. Come on, somebody. What that tells me is that the, 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 the ministry that you should be connecting with is the ministry that teaches about the olive almond tree. About the hope that is to come. That is the sign that is filled not with the current, but with tomorrow. Forget the ministries. Your friends, the people you choose to hang out, they should hang out with. They should be the kind of people that speak to your almond branch. I'm helping somebody right now. Some of you are good people, but you have bad relationships. And because you have bad relationships, I've learned a lesson over the course of my life that I will never do better than my relationships. Because every relationship demands some level of agreement. And the agreement that you make with those relationships means that you are seeing the same thing. And if the people that you are running with do not see almond tree, your almond tree business is in trouble. You're welcome. And don't, that means some people have to make some decisions, right? I thank God, thy Lord helped me, helped me with this. I was, I was, I had some friends. All right. I had some people we ran with in one season of my life. And then the calling of God came on me and it just became difficult for me to, you know, like we would all go and do hay. And then I used to do hay really good to a certain degree. Leave me alone now. All right? But then somehow that, it just kind of wouldn't go all the way because this calling messing with me now. Right? Yeah. You, 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 you're like kind of in between tours. Like you'll go to the club, but you preach to everybody there. It's like a confusion. You know, right thing, wrong place. Like get this ring right. And, and so I got to a place in my life where I just had to make a decision. I said, I, I love you all, but I'm seeing almond tree now I have to go up a little bit higher now and, and I and I and it was very hard some of you maybe you've been there it's, it was very hard because you know there's love there there's appreciation there but I just made some I mean this is not a matter of love or not love this is a matter of my almond tree I can't live to see incorrectly is too costly so I made some decisions and and it's so I thank God that I made that decision because after I made that decision I found Sally and I don't think I would ever found Sally if I didn't make that decision. And, and you know, I, I wish every preacher in the world had a Sally. Sally is like cheating. It's like the cheat code for everything. Because like you'd be struggling with something and then Sally comes with that bulldozer. <laughs> and just every demon in hell. And it just gets blown out of the water and you just walk freely. 
There's so many times when you feel like giving up and then he just look at you, no. I say, no, 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 this today, you don't know what they did. Like, Hallelujah. Leave me alone, Saleh. Actually, my mother's the same way. Hallelujah. First thing she says on the phone, this is the day the Lord has made. I know, Emma. Hallelujah, man of God, blessed and anointed. I'm not talking for my birthday. I mean, every time she pick up the phone. You need an almond tree in your relationship, in your life. That almond tree will keep you going another day. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is that all, everybody that I had to make decisions for to leave in God's time, in God's way, God restored every one of those relationships. Everybody respect me now. And, and one of my best friends growing up several years ago had cancer. Who's he on the phone with every day? And who did God heal supernaturally from that cancer? Yeah, it's a much better for them to agree with you than you to agree with them. Yeah. Yeah. And even they come, you know, when they're in town, some of them, they'll, they'll come to church. And I wish they don't come to church because you prefer the people to come to church that don't really know. Because it messes with you because you're like, everyone's getting breaths and they're looking at you. Are you serious? <laughs> and then we make eye contact and then just you lose the spirit you know it's just like usher there's disturbance over there get that person out of here disturbing the anointing of God flowing in the house but God was showing them that the, the priest that you connect with is the one who has the almond tree the one who's bearing fruit because that's your sign that tomorrow your, your dawn is going to break. The relationships in your life. I'm not saying I tell this all the time. I try to help my, my kids to, you know, their seasons and everything. They have friends. And I say, okay, it's good. Have, but, but make sure that your friends, you choose them wisely. And they say, okay, daddy. You know, but they kind of have this cheat code because daddy's a pastor, right? So they think they get in because of me. I shouldn't be talking about my, my, my kids. But I, I always tell them the importance of almond branch relationships. Because those relationships determine your tomorrow. Almond branch means tomorrow their sun is going to rise again. Someone who will speak to the God that's inside of you. Someone who agrees with what God said. I think, I don't know, I wasn't planning to go this way. But I think maybe somebody needs to hear this. It might be a help for you. There's peace in the almond tree. You can handle the storm when you have almond, almond branch, almond fruit. Hallelujah. Budding, blossoming. It means tomorrow is better than today. And we're headed that way. That God is on your side. God is working in your favor. Praise the name of the Lord. Can we say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the question today. Yeah. Jesus is the word main flesh. Zechariah chapter 3 and verse 8. It describes Jesus himself as the branch. Hallelujah. This is Christmas. Tell your neighbor Merry Christmas. This is where we celebrate the birth of our Lord. Our Lord Jesus himself is described as the branch. Which means that Jesus by his very nature, because he is the word made flesh, his very nature is almond tree, almond fruit nature. Which means that you cannot hold the good man down. That although he came into the world... And although he lived and although he died and although he was buried, that on the third day because of the almond branch spirit inside of him, death could not hold him any longer. Uh, you know, uh, it means that on the third day things is going to change. It means that there is an eternal hope of res resurrection.
That means that because of the almond tree, death has lost its grip. Death has lost its thing. That death has been swallowed up with life. Not only did he come out of the grave, but the soldiers that were assigned to guard the grave were ended up shaking and fell as dead men. And the stone that was guarding the tomb was rolled away because death has no match for the almond branch. When we have almond branch, we have eternal hope for tomorrow. And he is the resurrection and the life. And everybody who is in him not only has eternal life in the life to come, but also has a spirit of almond branch, almond tree, almond fruit living on this earth. Which means that we are filled with the Joshua and Caleb spirit. Which means that actually, uh, I, I forgot to mention it, but Zechariah 4, after it describes the almond branch, he says, The word of the Lord to Zerubbabel is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. What are you, almighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you become level ground. Can I stay right there for a minute now? That means not only is winter coming to an end. Not only is the death giving way to life. Not only is the dawn breaking, but the mountain is also being leveled. Praise the name of the Lord. That means that if we are truly seeing correctly, there is nothing but hope and exceeding hope. And faith is being sure of what we hope for. It is the spirit of faith and that is what we pr proclaim. It is the things that separates Joshua and Caleb from everybody else. So we are in the land but not of the land. In, as it pertains to this nation of Ethiopia, excuse me. And as it pertains to this continent of Africa, excuse me. I know that is many challenges still that we are, fa are facing us, many mountains ahead of us. But we have not come and planted this ministry in the spirit of the problems, in the spirit of the darkness, in the spirit of the corruption, in the spirit of the tribalism. We have come here because in the midst of all this, we see an almond branch. We see an almond branch which means that the corruption is temporary, the challenge is temporary, that as sure as the almond branch buds and blossoms and bears fruit, as sure as that thing bears fruit, in the same way this darkness will turn to dawn. That the Lord will fight for his people. That God will come and show us something. It's a blessing to live in the power of seeing correctly. Uh, if we don't see correctly, this ministry becomes very difficult. This thing called ministry. Because we're dealing with nothing but coping strategies and therapy for everybody who has seen incorrectly. One vision, one touch of the eyes, just seeing something correctly, it's a game changer. It changes everything. It causes us to lift our countenance. Hallelujah. Your countenance must lift before your situation lifts. That's what happened with Hannah. Adelaide. Hannah could not have children. It was dark. She was crying because she could not have children. And what happened in the story of Hannah? One word from God. One simple word. But filled with the spirit of the almond branch. It came to her and the Bible says, Hannah left the presence of God. And her face was no longer downcast. And when her face was no longer downcast, the Bible says that God remembered Hannah. And her womb was open. Hallelujah. Nothing will change until your countenance change. And your countenance will never change until you start seeing correctly. May the Lord help somebody to see correctly today. I know it's bad, but it's not stronger than the almond branch. The word of God in our lives, the promise of God in our lives is almond branch. You are coming out of this. 
You will make it. Hallelujah. God will prove faithful. Hallelujah. This mountain will become level ground. Because he rose from the dead, you are next in line. Because you are, he was the firstborn among many brethren. So, so don't worry about the size of the problem. Just make sure that you are carrying your almond branch. Because it's funny, Joshua and Caleb saw the exact same giants as everybody. But they did not bring the report like everybody the, brought, uh, the report like everybody brought back. Scripture says that Caleb and Joshua brought back the report as it was in their heart, meaning that there was something that was carrying that they were carrying that was bigger than everything else that they were facing. May the Lord help us today. Uh, I am saying this in the midst of many challenge. But I have an almond branch, bless God. If we did not have an almond branch, weigh your lin. Tell your neighbor, weigh your lin. Weigh your lin, weigh your lish. But the almond branch is bigger than your circumstance. I feel an anointing coming on me now. Hmm. There was a time when we didn't have a car. And there was nothing but darkness and carlessness all around. And the Lord put an almond branch of a car where there is no car. In my spirit. I saw it before I saw it. Come on somebody. I know you've heard this before. But this is the testimony that has built this ministry. Do you understand? Eh? There's no car in sight. No hope for a car. Right? And the Lord put car in my spirit by means of almond branch. And I took a plate from the kitchen. Come on somebody. In the morning I started driving my plate. Complete with stopping at the stop sign. Eh? Because it's dangerous to cross the stop sign because somebody might hit you. Complete with taking my baby to the park and playing with her in the park. That evening, someone called, uh, I left the house. Hmm? Someone called the home when I was gone, called my wife, says, I don't know, the Lord spoke to me. Do you guys need a, a car? And my wife, who had seen me running around like that, like a fool. The glory of the Lord was revealed unto her. And she realized that she doesn't have a husband. She hath an almond branch. And I drove a plate in the morning. Come on, somebody. And I drove a car, 1987 Honda Civic. Silver on silver on silver. Now, now... For, for the record, it was, it was not the, the greatest car, but it was a car. It was one of those that you use both your foot and your key. You know, you don't, you don't understand because, you know, it gets stuck. It was one of those cars that when it gets started, the, 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 the belts are spinning so loudly. You think that they're trying to join the worship team, you know, but a, a car is a car nonetheless. Hallelujah. But it's funny that it set off a, a, a miracle of car anointings in my life. I never shared this part of the testimony. Do you know Pastor Z has never paid for a car? God has provided a car every time. In fact, just as a sign, another almond branch. When we were moving here, we were preparing to move here. And, and the church in D.C., my friend, Pastor Mark, invited me, National Community Church. And he says, we heard, he heard we were going to Ethiopia. He says, you, you, you have to come preach in our church. I said, okay, I'll come preach in, in the church. And I mean, they went all out. God bless them. I mean, they made little cards of me and my family. They said, do you have a picture of your family? And I said, not really. So 
went to the studio, got pictures, and they made cards to give to everyone. Pray for Pastor Z, missionary, Ethiopia. I'm not a missionary to Ethiopia. I'm a missionary from Ethiopia to America, but it's okay. You get the wires, wires crossed, it's okay. The Lord will help you. But this was the sign, like I preached the message, and after I preached, Pastor Mark gets up and says, Pastor Z needs a car when he goes to Ethiopia. We're going to raise a love offering for a car for Pastor Z. I said, Lord, there you go again. <laughs> I drove the plate one time. And they, raised, and they said that was the highest offering that they had ever raised in the history of their church for my car. I see that jealous anointing over there. That jealous anointing. May the Lord bind that spirit in Jesus' name. Ushers. <laughs> And we came and we bought that car. That car fell apart. God blessed with another car. Hallelujah. But, but what I'm saying is that this almond branch is powerful. How we see is so powerful. Some of us are saved, but we're not seeing correctly. If God is in your life, you have more than enough ammunition to tackle every mountain in your life. And I want you to take your eyes off of your mountain and put it on the promise of God. Put it on the, the, the almond branch. Put it on the hope of glory that rests within you. Put it on the victory that has already been purchased for you. Because if, purchased, if your victory has already been purchased for you, you're only on your way to victory. Amen. You have no other place to go but victory. Amen? Only three of you said amen. Please don't agree with your mountain. Please don't agree with your winter. Please don't agree with your darkness. The darkness is a liar. The pain is a liar. The, the craziness is a liar. Let God be true. And every man a liar. I see my almond tree today. I see correctly, hallelujah. This mountain will become level ground. We will come out of this. The hands of begging will turn to hands of blessing. The light and the river of God will flow out of here. How? I don't know. I don't have the chemistry, the, the technology, the insight to turn the whole seasons from winter to spring. All I know is that if I have seen the olive branch, I have seen enough. And I believe that if I have seen what God has shown me, I have enough to know that this season will change. That God will break forth over his people. That God will cause his goodness and his light, his faithfulness and his salvation to be made known among us. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Everybody, please just heads down and we're going to pray. I have a message for your mountain today. My message to your mountain is level ground. I have a message for your darkness today, your winter. Spring has come. I have a message for your darkness. Light has come. Tell your darkness, your pain, your depression, your lack of sleep. Tell your darkness to check the inbox. I'll get back to you. Some of you like, Abba, don't know technology too well. Check your postal. <laughs> He's that good. And he fights for us more than we could ever know. Hallelujah. I want to pray for your mountain today. Send it a message. Just lift your hands to your heavenly father in Jesus name right now. I speak to every mountain. I speak to every challenge. I speak to every financial weight and burden. Stress is such a powerful, powerful 
weight on our lives. It affects us physically. It affects our health. In Jesus' name, I introduce the almond branch into your stress, into your weight, into your darkness, into your depression. Right now, let God arise in your heart. Hallelujah. May you see correctly in Jesus' name. May every darkness be introduced to the light because we have seen correctly today. Let God arise among his people and let his enemies be scattered. I serve notice on every demonic assignment in this room today. Your time has come. Your hope, has, has, your hope is alive this morning. Hallelujah. I put the enemy on the run today in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, that you have done it. I thank you, Father God, that you have given joy to our mourning and help for our trouble. I give you all the glory and praise today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Jesus was speaking to a crowd and he said, He who has ears, let him hear. I mean, everybody has ears. <laughs> Almost all the people. <clears throat> Standing in front of him, they had ears. But the emphasis was not on the ear, but on the hearing. I hope you have been able to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying this morning. Age 16. I was lying down at a hospital in Harar. I went in there, stayed in that hospital for three months. At the end of the three months, the doctor, I remember a Czechoslovakian doctor coming and telling me I was a hopeless case to be cured. I was fighting leukemia. A very dark moment in my life. Brought me back from the hospital and I was staying in the dormitory. <clears throat> February, March, April, I was in the hospital, discharged in May, and uh, I had to go to my village, a town where I came from, but I couldn't, I didn't have the strength to go on my own, so I was waiting for my friends who had come with me to the school to help me back to my mother. Uh, you can imagine, at that young age, to say, Life is over. So, our dormitory and the library we have was close. Don't ask me how I got the energy, the strength, but I found myself one day in the library. And out of all the books, I saw one book. I'd never seen or read a Bible before. I grew in the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, so yes, I've, I've read the book of Psalms in Giz. I read it, but I didn't understand it. But this Bible is an old, archaic translation. But it was in Amharic, a language I understood. I took that with me <laughs> to the dorm, walked really struggled to, make back, to, go back, to get back to the door. And the first thing that opened, when I just opened it, 
was one word John chapter 10 verse 10 says the thief has come to kill to destroy but i have come to give you life that you have is abundantly i didn't know who was speaking but what caught my attention was life you know i was already told i would be dying so i said was no argument i know anybody to explain it to whatever but i just say this word if you have come to give me to give me life i'm not going to die as at age 16 now i am 77 alive what you see matters how you see it matters a chain reaction of blessing one life touched by god and what that almond tree has done to generations only god knows i ended up in a school i got my phd i didn't go to bible school but i was called upon to lead a bible translation work in africa It's amazing. I said, I said, Lord, I didn't go to Bible school. I didn't study Greek, Hebrew. How would I go into that? God spoke to me and said, I'm not looking for your talent, for your ability. I'm looking for your willingness. And I said, yes. The rest is history. You don't know. what God would do in your life if you only see what he wants you to see I hope you will carry with you we don't have a Christmas gift or a flower but you will carry that almond tree on your way home and the rest of the year wherever you work whatever you do what our pastor said this morning is real He's my pastor but he's my first son. What a joy. I I I couldn't I I couldn't imagine for the life of me that God would transform my life and bring my children to be used in the hand of God to be a blessing to my brothers and sisters. I'm not joking. Following Jesus is a great blessing. a great joy I encourage you Don't care go out with a burden God has spoken I just say Lord help me to see what you want me to see He will open up your eyes Some of you are struggling with your children family He has a plan. He has a plan. Father God, what a joy to know that you are real. You are real. Your word is real. When you say, I'll heal you, yes, you will. 
When you say, I'll make your darkness light, it is right. You make it happen. Here we stand, all of us here, living witnesses of the living God. And we give you praise. We magnify your holy name. You are worthy to receive our praise. The thief has come to kill and to destroy. But truly and indeed, you've come to give us life that you would have it abundantly. Father, I pray that today be a day of hope, a day of resurrection, a day of encouragement for all that are in this congregation. Father God, let life begin to blossom. shine his face upon you. I Lord to give you grace and strength to believe what you have heard. And within this week in the coming months, see the impact of God's power and God's word in your life and in your family. God be with you. Wherever you go, whatever you be doing this whole week, may the Lord use you to bring hope an encouragement in the lives of others who would meet. God bless you with peace. God bless you with joy. God bless you with strength and courage to be the man and the woman God wants you to be in this generation. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all of God's people say, Amen. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. He is worthy. He is worthy to receive our praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a nice week. We say Christmas. You had some of you, yours two weeks ago. And now this is Ethiopian Christmas we are talking about. God bless you.